Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The point of our home is not to make a beautiful home and then not invite people over. It's to open our doors and bring our neighbors in and bring our friends in and sit our family around the kitchen table and make memories and share food. Hi there. Welcome to the Being Home with Hunker podcast. I'm your host, Lori Gunning-Grossman. Raise your hand if you like to start your day with a healthy smoothie. This is not an ad. It's a real question. So for those of you who raised your hand, how many of you have started your day with a Fab Four smoothie? If you haven't yet, get out a pen and paper and get ready to take notes. On the show today, I'm talking with holistic nutritionist Kelly Lebesque. Have you heard of her? She just happens to be one of the nutritionists that many celebrities turn to for wellness guidance. So I bought Kelly's book, Body Love, years ago when my family and I were renovating our kitchen. And we needed to set up a makeshift temporary kitchen in our family room with just like a hot plate, a microwave, and a blender. I wanted to make mealtime easy, so I figured I would make smoothies. And that's where Kelly's Fab Four smoothie recipe came into my world. And they're delicious and super easy. In addition to being a wellness expert, Kelly is also an author of three books, has a podcast called Be Well by Kelly, and she has her own protein powder too. So I wanted to have Kelly on this podcast because I've also been watching her on Instagram where she is showing the home renovation project that she's been doing on her very first home. It's always fun to see the choices that people make, and it's clear from this conversation that having an eco-friendly environment is very important to Kelly. She has helpful ideas on how to green a home, and I think you'll get some great tips from this conversation. I definitely did. So let's welcome our guest, holistic nutritionist Kelly Levesque. Do you feel like your name is synonymous with Fab Four Smoothie out of all the things? Well, I hope so, because I feel like that's the tool I've given the world in the time when everyone loves like juice cleansing and smoothies and quick on the go meals or they're skipping breakfast and kind of crashing into lunch and maybe grabbing for something they wouldn't want to eat. Like if people just know me for the Fab Four Smoothie and they know that that's 
a tool in their back pocket that they can use to support their blood sugar balance. I'd be so happy about that. So anyone who is not familiar with the Fab Four smoothie, let's just start off if you can just give a short explanation about it so people can perhaps try it tomorrow. Yes. Okay. okay. So I have to say that I first created the Fab Four itself for my clients who wanted to learn how to balance their blood sugar. I think for a lot of us, when they say, oh, balance your blood sugar, that feels a little overwhelming if you don't know the science of nutrition. So what's the Fab Four? Well, the Fab Four is everything that doesn't break down to blood sugar quickly and it can satisfy you, regulate your hunger hormones. And so those are things like protein. So protein is the first part of the Fab Four. Fat, like think avocados, olives, almond butter, walnuts, uh, coconut, fiber. So fiber in a smoothie can be chia or flax, but on a plate can be non-starchy vegetables like cauliflower, asparagus, a cucumber, and then leafy greens or vegetables deep in color is this The fourth pillar is like, hey, how can we add extra nutrition? How can we get phytochemicals and color on our plate or in our blender? Okay. So when you were creating the Fab Four smoothie, what was your goal? My whole goal with the Fab Four smoothie is like, hey, I get it. Breakfast is hard. We may not have time to be like, here's your veggie scramble and avocado. We're having our coffee. We're packing a lunch. Our kids are running around. I'm wrangling to put them in their outfits. Like it has to be fast. And so let's say you start with your blender and you want to do this tomorrow, put liquid in your blender first so nothing sticks to the bottom of the blender. And I would say, make sure it's unsweetened. You want to use an unsweetened nut milk like coconut milk or almond milk. Water is a great option. Okay. So you have about a cup of milk to two cups of milk. Okay. Then you want to add your protein. So if you're plant-based, that would be a chocho protein, which is a variety of the lupini bean. You can use a pea protein or a hemp protein. Those are my favorites. Yeah. And then if you are looking for a protein and you you are animal-based or you have animals in your diet, then grass-fed whey is a great option, bone broth protein, grass-fed beef isolate, or a collagen protein. So all of those are great options. So you just want about 20 grams of protein, which is on average what a scoop size is for every protein powder. Okay. Then you want to think of a fat source. So one to two tablespoons of fat. That might be almond butter, like I said. You might be a peanut butter person. So you have your liquid, then you have your protein, then you have one to two tablespoons of fat, and then you have one to two tablespoons of fiber. And fiber Mm. sources, this can make all the difference if someone has elevated cholesterol, if they're constipated, if they're um, feeling like they need to snack before lunch. So there are different types of fiber. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flax, another option. It's going to give you that nutty flavor if you're ever making like a snickerdoodle cookie flavored Mm -hmm. smoothie, which I love, or like a a carrot cake or a coconut flavored one. I love flax for that. But it's not going to create the thickness that you would get from a gelatinous type of a fiber like a chia or a Mm. psyllium husk. When you add chia or psyllium husk to your smoothie and blend it up, and if you let it sit there for a half hour, it will congeal. It will turn a little bit more like a chia pudding or a thicker smoothie, which is great for clients who aren't staying full or not feeling full from their smoothie for more than three hours, I would switch to one of those type of fibers. Yeah. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, this is a tool for people. It's amazing. Okay, so that's your business. 
you also have your family and you are also renovating a home, which was something I was excited when I saw on your Instagram because you've been sharing your renovation process. Yes. And, you know, it was kind of like all of these things came together where I was like, I would love to talk with Kelly on being home with hunger because, number one, you talk about something that's about wellness and our first home is with ourselves and how we take care of it and how we show up for ourselves, which I love. And then also our home homes that we're creating for ourselves. And you've been in a full-on renovation. It's still going, right? You're not fully done? We'll be in in October. I'm very excited. So exciting. So just a few weeks. This is so exciting. Yes. Well, what has been the most exciting thing for you doing this renovation so far? This is your first home that you've owned. This is our first home. Yes. Yes. So just a backstory. When Chris and I first got married, my husband was a corporate attorney and I worked in cancer and genetics. So we had these corporate jobs and paychecks and 401ks and all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got really excited about my business. I side hustled Be Well by Kelly. I became a, a low paying hourly employee and I would give my services away for free because I cared so much about it. Mm. It inspired my husband to follow his passion. So he left corporate law and became a writer. So he wrote a screenplay and um, I became the only income in our family. So okay. for three years, I had my job and I had Be Well by Kelly, eventually leaving my corporate job and just having Be Well by Kelly. So we finally were able, finally were able to purchase our first home before my 40th birthday. So I'll be 40 next July. Congratulations. (laughs) I'm really excited. (laughs) So up until this point, I never had a washer dryer in unit. Mm -hmm. I didn't have control over putting any water filters in my apartments. I was all rentals in LA. And so I'm so excited about that stuff. Like, I am so excited about the reverse osmosis and whole water filtration system that I got that has a UV filter that kills off any excess bacteria. Like to know that I'm able to clean tap water for my family and my young boys, I know is Mm. such a privilege and it's taken me a long time to get there. I mean, there were years of Brita water filters, but the fact that now I have the right to put a RO under my sink and filter that water for my kids makes me feel really good. And I'm excited about that kind of stuff to know that the paints we're using are 100% zero VOCs, that the glue that went under our wood floors is, you know, not giving off any toxic fumes. So I was really focused on that kind of a thing. I drove my contractors crazy. (laughs) When you get into furniture, then it's using latex instead of foam. And foam can give off, unfortunately, chemicals and getting it wrapped in a specific way. So I actually don't have a lot of furniture purchased and I'm using a local carpenter to cut our kitchen table, for example, to know that the sealer that's going on the table is cleaner and not full of plastics. So these are the random things that I care about, like the water filter, the HVAC, how are we filtering our air? And the coolest thing is, is like where I can opened our windows to be bigger. Um, So I had to redo a couple of windows. And so I opted to make those holes in our wall actually bigger because the fastest way to improve air quality, even in a city, is to open your windows for an hour a day. And people think, ooh, I don't want the smog of LA in my house. Right. But actually, the concentration of chemicals floating around in your house, the easiest, cheapest, fastest way to lower all of that in your house is to open your windows for an hour a day and take your shoes off before you come in the house. Okay, these are amazing tips. And this was something I was going to ask you, like what you hold is valuable. 
in your home, especially as you're renovating, when we get to make these choices for ourselves, which is, you know, which is a wonderful place to be in. So I'm hearing light, air, and a clean, healthy, eco-friendly home. Yes. And I also, um, another thing that I thought was super interesting when it comes to working with the guy who's putting in our internet and that we had to have a booster put in a specific part of our house Mm -hmm. and emf science is catching up we don't really know the effects of uh, electromagnetic fields from our cell phones and all of these things and so it was important to me knowing that my neighbors all have wi-fi and this is not i am not in colorado or utah where i have a sprawling piece of land this is a tract home and my neighbors can see in my bedroom window you know (laughs) i can steal their internet if I wanted to. So what was important to me, though, was that I had a kill switch, Hmm. that I had a Wi-Fi kill switch that would turn off all of my boosters and all of my Wi-Fi every single night that looks like a light switch. And the guy putting in our our TVs and the audiovisual guy was like, really? Why? I mean, what if someone wakes up in the middle of the night and needs to use the internet? And I'm like, first of all, I am trying to lock in sleep hygiene. My kids are really little. By the time they get to high school, if they're using cell phones, I'm sure they will have cell service if they need it. But I don't want them on their phones in the middle of the night. I know the minute they look at their phones and that blue light and screen light goes into their eyes, it's suppressing melatonin. They're waking up. They're going to have to become tired again to fall back asleep. Yeah. And so lighting is a really key too. So it's being able to turn off the Wi-Fi and then understanding how light and electricity in your home, whether it's Wi-Fi or bright lights or TVs, affects our melatonin production and our ability to sleep. Right. Okay, what else? So another thing I think is important if you're renovating a home is making sure your lights are on dimmers, that you can bring them down to low lights, or that if you get a lamp, you can get an amber bulb and use those. It's kind of like the um, beautiful Himalayan salt rock lamps. Those were the lamps that I used in my kids' nurseries the whole way through. So changing diapers in the middle of the night for any new moms, that's a great tip. Grab that light. Not only is it phenomenal for clearing and cleaning the air, but it's going to give you that low amber light so that you're not fully waking up and um, being energized by that light and that you can go back to sleep a little bit faster and easier. That's such a good tip. I have one of those lamps by my computer, my work computer, and along with like obsidian crystal, you know, like to help with, but I still need to learn more about the EMFs. Yes. That's what they're called. Yeah. EMFs. Yeah. There's yeah. actually, I don't know if Hunker has this yet, but there's a somatic, somatic device mm-hmm. where it looks like a glass bowl that's been flipped upside down and you plug it into yeah. the wall and it actually clears <gasps> um, EMF from a room and it has specific area based on the one that you purchase and what wavelengths it's able to block. I am so looking into that. You should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're constantly inundated. So if someone's tells me like, you can never use your phone or you won't be able to use a microwave. Did you purchase a microwave? I haven't purchased a microwave for a new home. I didn't make a place for it in our cabinets. I do have a pantry that has countertops in it. And I'm like, there may be. My kids are in high school. I don't want them to burn the house down. (laughs) And I'm not afraid of microwaves. So people know microwaves, all they do is the microwaves themselves, they spin water in the food. So that's how they heat up your food. It just causes water molecules to spin, which is why when you have a soup, for example, if there's more ice in one spot, you get hot spots. 
Yes. Whereas if you were to steam fresh veggies, they steam evenly yeah. because the water is evenly distributed in, say, broccoli. Yeah. So I know people listening are probably like, oh, no, she's worried about microwaves. No, I mean, your <laughs> cell phone is giving off like a thousand times more EMF or different types of waves that I'd be worried about than your microwave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. You have been able to make some very distinct decisions with your home, especially like with the greening of your home, which is amazing. It sounds like, of course, this is super valuable to you. And I was also wondering, especially as you're creating a new home and you have your children, your little ones, is there anything from your childhood that you're bringing into how you're creating your family now that you want to use as you're setting up this home for you and your family. Yeah, you know, one of the things I loved about both of the homes that I grew up in when I was little is mm. the first home in Mission Viejo was when I until I was 16 years old and you could see the kitchen to the family room. It was an open concept where mm. my mom spent a lot of time in the kitchen where she, whether she was cooking, doing dishes, like prepping, and she always felt a part of the mix. And so one of the things when we purchased our home was a small door and we opened it up to be a full like open concept to the family room so that I could be a part of just a part of my kids' lives and not close them away in their bedrooms. I know at a certain point in life, they're going to be like, bye, mom. But until that time, (laughs) like, I want to be a part of it. And I want to be in the mix. And I want to invite them into, you know, that's the number one way that I connect, educate and teach my kids outside of, you know, bedtime cuddles and books is in the kitchen. Like they learn about smells 
Uh, is something soft or crunchy? Is it bitter? Is it sour? Is it big? Is it small? What color is it? Can we count them? Like they have a kitchen stool, uh, a kitchen tower where both yeah. of them can stand up and be at counter level. We have kids' knives. We have kids' cutting boards. They both have mm. Headley and Bennett uh, aprons for Christmas. Cute. Like yes. this is my happy place. And yeah. to bring them in and, and model this behavior, this like traditional cooking for your family, being together, in a, it is by no means perfect. I mean, there are nights of takeout and there are fast yeah. meals here too. But when yeah. we have the slow and we have the time, it's my favorite place to play. Yeah. And so I bring them in and we play together in that way. And it really has changed their relationship with food. Bash is a better explorer when it comes to food than Toshin is, but okay. he's learning from his brother. Yeah. And I realize I actually take responsibility for Toshin because where I was a little slower with Bash when he was first born and a toddler and yeah. playing a little more in the kitchen, when you multiply, you're like, let's get dinner on the table. Okay, yes. guys. And he, yeah. I'm like, this is your dinner, bud. Eat it. You know, yeah. it wasn't right. like, let's play as much. And so it reminds me, and, and I've had to slow down a little bit with him to because they they need time to explore and accept these foods and be excited about yeah. food. And so, but it's something my mom did with me and my sisters was such a blessing. And so I'm happy to pass that down to my family. Yeah. So you say that the kitchen is your happy place. Do you think that your new kitchen will be the most favorite place of the house for you? It will be probably where I spend the most time. And it's yeah. it's a toss-up between my room and bathroom yeah. and the kitchen. And that's because to this day, I've never had a primary bathroom. Okay. I've never had a primary bathroom. Yeah. And it's really exciting. Like, I've always yeah. just had the bathtub that's a bathtub with the sliding glass doors in a small bathroom with yeah. my kids. And right now even we're living, we're renting my in-laws old house. So my husband's family home and mm -hmm. we're sharing one small bathroom with my boys. So it'll be, uh -huh. <laughs> it'll be really nice to throw some magnesium flakes into my bath and read a book. I have a window right above my bathtub. I mean, like, I actually can't believe this is my life. I'm, I don't know. It feels just like my nervous system has never felt like this before. And I can't imagine what it's going to feel like when I move in. Yeah. Not that I've always been like, I don't know. I've always had a home, but I've always, I never knew that purchasing a home would feel this way. Yeah. And in the areas where perhaps you guys have more of a shared space, aside from your bath, your primary bath, did you have any non-negotiables that you were... Uh, working out like between your husband and then also you're working with a designer. Were there any non-negotiables in addition to having an eco-friendly, clean home? What were some of the things where you were like, this is something I want more than anything? I mean, is it like a kitchen island? What, is, what were some of those things? Yeah. Um, well, we do have a kitchen island that have bar stools that slide all the way underneath. So it can be just used as a functional cooking space. Yeah. But being able to have people sit and be with me in the kitchen while I'm cooking, like I imagine having our neighbors over and our friends over and the kids playing and being able to, you know, just share some appetizers with a best friend and yeah. talk about our kids. Yes. And when you're renting other people's spaces or you haven't been able to make your space your own, I'm not as inclined to do those things. And so I'm just, I'm daydreaming of dinner parties and kids playing in the backyard. And so the 
openness of our home, it really truly feels like an entertainer's home and Mm. with all the open spaces. When it comes to our home, I also really care about textures and comfort. Mm. And so my designer has beautiful ideas. I mean, we joke. She's like, I would buy your house from you if you ever sold it because it's her style. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes designers help people that their styles may be similar, but it may not be what that designer would do. And so we just, we really truly are soul sisters. So shout out to Marika Olson Interiors. She actually worked for six years with Brooke Wagner Design in Corona Del Mar and um, was, you know, one of her head lead designers went out on maternity leave and then wasn't going to make her way back. And I swooped her and encouraged her to be an entrepreneur and start this business and um, because she's just so good at what she does. Yeah. But for me, it was instead of, say, a rug that is jute that would maybe hold up with my kids, but but is a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. I cared more about would people feel comfortable here? Like, Mm -hmm. do you want to cozy up on my couch? Would you want to sit on the floor? Like, I need the rugs to feel soft enough to be able to lay on. That was something I grew up doing when houses had carpet everywhere. Yeah, yeah. My mom would just find me laying on my stomach with my cheeks on my hands in the hallway, you know? Oh, really? Like, I loved carpet. And it does collect dust mites. And, you know, you can't clean it like wood floors or stone floors. But just the the cozy factor. So thicker rug pads and 100% wool or wool cotton blend Mm. carpets were really important to me. Those are natural fibers that don't need to be treated with any type of plastic or spray chemicals. So you can get 100% wool or cotton rugs that that aren't carrying chemicals into your home, but are really soft. But they don't actually have to be the top of the market expensive. So I found a 100% wool rug from Lulu in Georgia by Jenny Kane that (sighs) is really soft and it has a texture and then Armadillo also has some amazing wool rugs that are really soft and affordable. Yes. So just covering the spaces in my boys' rooms and in our family room. So there are there is a space and a place for us to play Duplos, lay on the floor, grab a book. I wanted them to feel comfortable. And so we have a lot of soft angles, too, based on our kids' age. So people feeling comfortable and not feeling like they're tiptoeing into our home um, was important to me. So the more design elements are going to be coming through in our walls. We did a millwork throughout our whole home, and we did some refurbished wood beams, kind of like vintage wood beams on the ceilings. and. And we did some pretty modern and interesting light fixtures. Ah. So we have some like bronze kind of leaning modern light fixtures. And so that kind of gives us that more designer, I don't know, high end feel. But all of my rugs and my and my furniture and the flow of the home, I want you to feel really comfortable and immediately. Ah, this is so exciting. So I have two more questions for you. And one of them is thinking about how our homes reflect our identities. And you're creating this new home and a new space for you and your family. What's the story that your space will tell? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, So when Chris and I sat down to decorate and create this home, we had words that we thought were really important. And one of those words is minimalist. Mm -hmm. So you won't find credenzas or furniture pushed against our walls. Mm -hmm. Um, We ended up doing millwork on the walls to make it look finished, but I want to use as few pieces as possible. And I want to use the pieces that really bring people together. So we have a kitchen table and it's round so that it encourages 
people all talking and sharing space together. So that was important to me and getting a bigger round table versus having things around that room that would require us to have a smaller table was actually really important to me. And so when you walk into our home, I want you to feel like you can take a very deep breath, that it calms you and relaxes you the minute you walk in, and that if you were to sit in any place, that you would feel community around you or like the furniture is hugging you and you feel really cozy. Because the point of our home is not to make a beautiful home and then not invite people over. It's to open our doors and bring our neighbors in and bring our friends in and sit our family around the kitchen table and make memories and share food. So that's what I'm so excited to do. I literally have chills all over my body thinking about it. It, I cannot even believe that we are this close. So to anyone who is thinking about or not at this step yet, you know, because I think I thought I'll be 25, I'll have three, (laughs) two and a half, you know, the stats, two and a half kids and a dog and a house. Nothing was on that timeline. Um, But I feel just as excited being here today. Whenever it happens for you, it's really fun and it's really exciting. And don't get me wrong, it's also very stressful to pay construction bills, especially today where the budget and the timeline are always exponentially more than what they said. Um, So it's definitely come with its fair share of sleepless nights and stress. But I always try to take it one day at a time and know at the end, it's all going to be worth it. And it's going to be the home where my boys grow up in. And this is my forever home, probably. So I'm really, Mm. I'm really excited to feel that way. And to just say like, oh, putting my roots down. Oh, it's so beautiful. I have one more question for you. Okay. So our podcast is called Being Home with Hunker. Kind of taken upon what you were just saying, what does being home mean to you? I want to feel grounded. I want to feel rooted. Um, I want to, I want it to feel airy and open and simple. Um, I want to want to go back there. And I think a home is wherever you live. It truly is. And I've felt at home in the previous places that I've lived and I've made them a home to the best of my ability, but never have I felt this way where I'm making decisions that are potentially permanent, which is really grounding. It's really grounding and it allows you to be creative. Like I have a grow bed in my backyard and citrus trees that I'm putting in and an herb garden. And just to think like my kids are going to get to help me like plant zucchinis and squash and strawberries and we're going to grow lettuce and I'm sure we'll mess a few up, but like it just feels different. And I'm really excited to feel that way. Grounded and rooted. Grounded and rooted. I love it. It is such a core, I think, for so many people, that feeling of home and, and wanting to feel you know, like you belong somewhere. So it's so beautiful. I love what you are creating for yourself, for your family, for your business. And also, as you're talking, I'm just like, I can only imagine the things that this will inspire you even more with your business and with creativity and just, you know, like the next the next phase that you're going in. You know, you said you just turned 40 or are you? I will be turning 40 in July. So I'm just okay. happy that we're going to be moving in before I turn yeah. 40. <laughs> yeah. And I inspire everyone to try your Fab Four smoothie. We all know how to do it now. <laughs> and I'm excited for anyone of our audience who may not 
be familiar yet or have not tried your smoothies or recipes to get on board with everything, especially, I will say this, new moms, new parents, you know, because now that you're in this phase of family, you're offering some new information. And just what you said today about like greening a home is important also for our family. So thank you so much. My pleasure. For taking time today. Thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. To learn more about Kelly, visit her website, BeWellByKelly.com, or find her on Instagram at BeWellByKelly. You can also head to our show notes for more information on this episode. And also, you can discover other episodes we think you might like based on this conversation, such as my chat with podcast host Elise Lunin, therapist Lori Gottlieb, and aromatherapist Amy Galper. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer Maury Men, and director of audience development Gina Goff. Hunger's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. Hey guys, welcome to the Being Home with Hunker podcast. I'm your host. Uh, I don't know how to be natural. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get. Okay, hold on. <laughs>